Listen to some of the best in modern audio drama right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Broken Bard Studios! unadulterated expression of freedom lies entirely in the act of murder. Did that get your attention? Whether you agree or not, it's still true. I wish I could say that it wasn't, but I know better. It's a strange revelation to experience, kind of like living your whole life in a dark room until the moment when someone opens the shade over the window, overwhelming you. Then everything just stops as your reality reboots. The shock you feel when you first see all that lies beyond your four walls and a roof, can you relate to that? Can you imagine the scene I described? Or am I just talking out my ass? That is entirely your call. But you should probably hear the whole story first. Maybe then shit will make sense. Maybe then you can judge me. Oh, and about that freedom that comes wrapped with murder kiddos? Wanna know why I'm such a mondo fracking mess? I think the best place to start is right about here. Corin, hurry up! I gotta pee! Seriously, I gotta go! Note, volume up, five. Damn it, Corin, I will piss on your bed! I am not playing! Aaron, fine. Hold on. But I'm not getting out of the shower until I am done. Note, pause, door, unlock. Oh my god, are you trying to make it a sauna in here? Anyway, I lied. I just need your hairbrush, thanks. Oh, and a parting gift for you, glow face. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, you look fine. Note, door, lock, resume music, volume at background to crescendo. Quiz on a Saturday? 
Frank. I know, right? Can you tell how I was suffering there? Retro-trending first-world problems? For real. So there I was, staring at my deeply troubled 19-year-old face in a steamy mirror, and as usual, my priorities are frack. Screw that just a month ago I technically died. It's a little heart stoppage compared to having to be up early on a Saturday to take a makeup quiz. I know, right? You scoped that, did you? That part about me being dead? Glad you caught it. So here's a key bit of backstory for you. All right, the post note version first. A month ago, I was rewiring the hollow rig on my PET. It, it went bad. I got shock fried and power went out in the city block and in my heart simultaneously. Luckily for me, maybe unluckily is more appropriate, mom was certified in CPR and saved my sorry ass. All said and done, I was officially dead for three minutes and 33 seconds. Went to the hospital and dealt with all that sort of frack, then got the all clear. Physically, I felt fine. I felt better than ever. Mentally and emotionally, not so much. And now, for the retro, emo, gothy, it's my story and I want a wine version. When I was offline in every way, I didn't see a bright white light. No dead friends or family greeting me. No shadowy figures trying to haul me off to wherever the hellville. Didn't even get the life flash before you montage. There was absolutely nothing. No sight, no sound, no pain, no light, no dark, just no. But you know, even that, I, I think I could handle, or at the very least manage. But for the entire three minutes and 33 seconds I was dead, during that whole there was absolutely nothing part I just mentioned, I was aware. I recognized that there was nothing. But the thing is, it wasn't actually me. I have a memory of an awareness that was not mine. It just existed like pure thought, like an idea that created itself, a, a concept. This is the damage I was doing my best to ignore. The memory and the frustration its presence caused me, but I was already drowning in it. Just hadn't realized it yet. Note, volume to background low, speak to kitchen. Really? Again with the yelling? Seriously, Mom, why don't you use the note CPS speak? One, watch your tone. Two, it's easier for me to just yell than bother with voice commands. Yelling gets my intent across quickly. And three, your breakfast is ready and Marcus is here to pick you up, so get your butt moving. Okay, okay, I just finished shaving. I gotta do my paint, then I'll be right down. I'll do my hair in the car. No way, brother. That spray on quickcrete that you call hairspray is not being used in my car. I just don't get it, Lauren. This crazy look you do is cyberpunk thing. Neo. What? Neo, not cyberpunk. Neo, cyber golf, Neo, whatever. I think it's ridiculous. You put Neo paint on your face like some kind of glow-in-the-dark boxer's tattoo. I mean, really, Lauren. <laughs> Today is Halloween, but you look like Halloween every single day. <laughs> Thanks for that support there, Marcus. You're all heart. Not my circus, not my monkeys, man. Sorry. You, my friend, are an asshole. Language, please. Mother present. Jeez, you two. Since you were both five years old, huh? Marcus, your mother and I deserve an award for enduring the two of you and your friendship. I hope you know that. 
You know you love me. What I know is that you think that you are a smooth talker, but, well, I suppose it's one of your enduring qualities. Well, that, and you don't glow in the dark like my son, huh? <laughs> and, you know, that's, uh, that's a good point if I do say so myself. How come my son can't be more like his best friend and look at least somewhat normal, huh? Even if he dressed like some beach bum jock like you, Marcus, that would at least be a, a small improvement. Oh, uh, thanks, I think? Oh, don't be so thin-skinned. I love you too, son. Here, let me make it up to you. Since your cohort is too slow, have some of Corrin's breakfast while you wait. Yeah, I was getting cold anyway. Maybe it'll uh, speed him up if he wants any before you eat it all. Ugh. And use a fork, not your hands. Ugh, I swear... Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Really? My breakfast? That is... Your own fault. Look, I told you to hurry. I don't have time to argue. I have to get Aaron to the swim meet in less than an hour. Speaking of which... Aaron, move it! Marcus, I gotta grab my purse and, and, and load the uh, ribbons for the meat into the car. Just please tell my youngest child I will be waiting there. Gotcha. Will do. And put your dish in the washer, not just the sink. So, from the sound of all that, I guess you ate it all. Price of the lift to campus, Q. Anyway, do you think I would leave my best friend just hanging? Shame on you, sir. One cinnamon toaster pastry, fresh from the box. Coming right up. I got you, man. You know, not only are you an asshole, but you are kind of a dick, too. Well, taint so bad from where I sit. (laughs) Ugh, so very bad. Why am I friends with you? Because of all those endearing qualities your mom keeps talking about. I think I hate you. I think I'll live. But seriously, man, you should kick it into high gear. Probably Marcus, not a good idea to be late, Gonna be one too. step closer to taking your metal record away from you after the meet today, old man. You know this, right? Can't say I fault you for trying, but I can say that it's not gonna happen. Just be happy with living in my shadow. You know, like your brother is. Dick. So are you gonna make it to the meet today? Well, at the rate your brother is moving, I might not make it out of your house. But yeah, I should be there. BT-Dub, your mom is waiting in the car. You should get moving, too. You two are a laugh a minute. I'll be right down. Almost done. Nice. The cinnamon ones are my favorite. Thanks for the breakfast, Marcus. You're way more sway than Corin. I know. Yeah, I hate you. You already said that. Note. Off. So yeah, that's Marcus. You're already starting to love the guy. Yeah, 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 I get it. What's not to love? He's got it all. You know you know what I'm talking about. Think of all the stuff you hoped you would be when you grew up. Smart, funny, athletic, charismatic. Total alpha quality. When I say it that way, it makes me sound jealous. Who wouldn't be? At least a little. Well, I am not jealous. Not even a little. Follow this thought thread. Marcus has a 170 IQ. He holds multiple records from his high school swim team days and was the valedictorian of our graduating class. He's in college on all kinds of scholarships, studying to be a marine biologist with a secondary focus on sociology. Hell, even dressed as a beach bum wearing a cut-up tank top that says fish and some kind of awful Zumba pants, the guys has girls and guys craning their necks to look at him. What Marcus cannot do is dance, play music, sing, program a PC, or wire a simple note CPS into the wall. But I can. 
well, not so much the saying part, but, but you follow my thread. Like my mom said, Marcus and I have known each other since we were five years old, so we crossed those envy bridges long ago. Bottom line is, I trust this guy with my life. Maybe not so much my dignity, but that's how best friends operate. Watch your radioactive war paint. That crap is impossible to get out of the upholstery. Seriously, man, you need new material. You say that every time I get in your car. Frack it. At least you stop calling it makeup. Ooh, that's my bad. I apologize for not refreshing my give shit to Q material. Just a fan of the standards, I suppose. Did you remix those retro tunes for me yet? Because that's the only reason you should be touching my stereo. Really? Look, man, early 90s bubblegum pop music is not retro. I mean, really? What do you mean, really? Do the math. It's 40 years old. That's safely under Keyword, the... old. What? Old. Old and retro mean the same thing, basically. Uh-huh. You tell yourself that. You are far too fascinated with subculture doctrines and harmonic classification systems. You realize this, right? There you go, all, I'm gonna have degrees and I like to study. So rules call, yep, says right here, you are not swag. You, sir, are a neon hipster. And how are you gonna give me heat about old music? You listen to all kinds of old crap. Retro. I listen to actual retro. The blues is retro, punk is retro, techno is retro. What the hell, man? How can you say these are retro and pop is not? You're just being difficult, AKA a dick. And you are still not swag. Look, man, Britney is cool, damn it. I have no words. Which means that I, Marcus, look out. It came from out of nowhere. I saw the moment of impact on Marcus's face as the side of the car crumpled around him like an industrial cocoon. Then suddenly, time sped up again. All I knew was pain. My right arm felt broken. I was obviously in shock. I remember picking up Marcus's sunglasses. Marcus, your sunglasses, man. Oh, frack. Got paint on his seat. He's gonna be pissed. What I didn't see, however, was the driver of the other car limping in front of us, moving to the side of the car with a gun. I could smell leaking fuel and smoke. Cooperate and I won't shoot you. Marcus! Me, kid? My friend is hurt. Let go of me! Not my problem, kid. That car is gonna catch fire. We need to go now. Damn it! Let me go! I have to help Marcus! I was consumed with fear and rage. The anger felt as if it was literally going to burst through my skin like an exploding bomb. My head started swimming again. 
like the worst migraine ever experienced by man. I can no longer see anything but swirling colors and points of light. All I could think about was Marcus. I was straining so hard to focus my vision, but instead, the lights got brighter. Electric energy trails snaking through the air in every direction like comets. I think I was screaming when the world froze up, as in just stopped. The energy trails and lights stopped flying all around. There was no more sound. For a few tenths of a second, time did not exist, and I was aware of that. Reality seemed to, I don't know, hiccup? No, it rebooted. And then I heard a deep thump from within my chest. One single heartbeat. And the frozen trails of light all changed directions and rushed towards the wreck. Oh, Marcus! No! What? Marcus! What the hell? What did you do, kid? What the hell was that? Marcus! Talk to me! I can't see, Marcus! Damn it! Answer me! How the hell did you do that? What the hell are you? He is your better. That is what he is. Do not stand up. Now throw away the gun. So confused? Trust. I was too, so I can sympathize. The explosion had knocked my attacker and I backwards, separating us, and I was certain Marcus had died and it was this asshole's fault. And who in the hell was this other guy? The one who got shot? Told you it was gonna get weird. I think, I think it was the gunshot, the sound of it. That shocked me out of whatever the hell kind of spell I was in. I don't really know what else to call it. My vision was starting to return, but only as very blurry, watery images. I could still see little pinpoint explosions of lights happening all around me, though. Not that any of that mattered at the time. All I knew was hate and desperation. My best friend was dead. This motherfucker had to pay. I turned my head towards my attacker and the pinpoints of light went out with my gaze. He became the only clear thing I could see. Him and the little lights. Well, they seemed to move as if directed by my rage. They flew around him and underneath him and as he was trying to pull himself up to his feet, the gun still smoking in his hand. At that time, I cannot say I even truly realized what happened, but I can remember it now. It was the first time I actually saw my powers at work. Yeah, I did just say powers. Stay with me. My attacker got to his hands and knees when two long spikes formed from the concrete underneath him, almost instantly growing through him, impaling him. One of the spikes went right through his gut, and the other through his bottom jaw and out the back of his neck. Then they were gone, leaving no trace behind. As the spikes disappeared, the blurry vision and the lights did as well. I saw the other guy for the first time then, some tall street shaman looking guy with long black hair, wearing a trench coat and sporting a gunshot wound on his left shoulder. He opened his mouth to speak when... Q, 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 Marcus, you're, you're alive. What, what happened? How'd you, how'd you do that? I, I thought you blew up. How did you get me free? I, shit. 
I think you killed that guy. He did. That is why he needs to come with me. We cannot afford to let him be in police custody or even at the hospital right now. He has no control. You will be fine despite your broken leg you suffer intermediate contusions and abrasions nothing fatal or debilitating and the paramedics will be with you shortly i don't feel right q corin he's spent but his injuries will heal fast i shall contact you as soon as possible but I must take him with me now, otherwise he may not survive, or worse. What the frack is happening? Who the hell are you, man? You may call me Winter, and I am the only one who can keep Quarant safe. Believe me, I get it. You guys are all a mega pile of what the frack? That's fair enough. What the frack? Ah, uh, stirs at last. I was starting to wonder. What the actual frack is going on? Calm down. You have been injured. You fracking think? Who the frack are you, man? Just stay back. I am the one who brought you here. My name is Winter. brought you here to keep you safe and to help guard your secret. How did it feel? Standing up? It hurts. Thanks for the concern, lunatic. No. Killing a man. How did it feel? Or 
anyone that knows me, it's no secret that I have an issue keeping my mouth shut. Boy, even my patience has limits, and you have pushed it as far as I will allow It's been hanging overhead, all the people I could say. So, wait, when I died, that's when this happened? Answer my damn questions. You owe me that much at least. I owe you nothing. I offer you everything. new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night!